think I needed to come up here and, and figure out who I want to be outside of like a daily grind, you know what I mean? And I don't feel like it's a daily grind up here. Especially that I'm down to one job. <laughs> With the two jobs, it was like that for a little while. <laughs> but, you know, now it's not like that anymore. It's been really great. This is the Seasonals Podcast, a show where we talk to people living the seasonal lifestyle. We take an in-depth look at the decision points they've encountered along the way. with Justin Deininger. He uh, he came to the podcast at the beginning of his summer season, his first as a seasonal, and now here we are, only days away from the end. How are you doing, Justin? Doing fantastic, Joey. How are you? Great. Good. So let me ask you this. When you got here, you had sort of a plan. Get a bar job. You already had an apartment. Yep. Get a bunch of friends. Do a bunch of awesome stuff. How'd it go? Went pretty good. Did get the bar job. That was awesome. Took a while, but I got the bar job. <laughs> Can't remember if I had that last time I talked to you yet or not. But uh, yeah, summer got pretty busy. I was working two jobs for a while. It was a lot. Yeah, so had two jobs for a while. Um, quit the other job a while back to hang out with Ryan a little bit more. And it's been great ever since then. I've had a lot more free time to do some cool things. And uh, it's been great. Was this your first time working as a bartender? Yes. Yeah. It was it was awesome. <laughs> a lot of interesting people. Yeah. <laughs> you see a lot of things. hear a lot of things. You hear a lot of things. You hear a lot of things. <laughs> what, are some, what are some moments that were pretty crazy for you this summer? Uh... We had a guy fall through the window one night. That was cool. Through the window? Yeah, he fell through the window at the Arctic. Did he break it? Yeah. Straight up shattered it. Like safety glass, you know. Wow. I didn't hear about this. (laughs) That was cool. What'd you do? Uh, Just cleaned it up. Yeah? No big deal. And just leave (laughs) it for the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I had it cleaned up pretty good that night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they like double pane most of them, so we moved another window in there, taped it up. Good times. No. Apparently, it takes a long time to get a window in this town. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to work at this the glass company. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why it took so long. Yeah. You were working there. Uh, there are problems. They're still cleaning up after me. <laughs> so waiting you for a window is like waiting for a drink at the asylum, huh? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just hopes and prayers. You worked at the Arctic Bar as a bartender, and you also worked as a server at Annabelle's. Yep. And was that your first serving job? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whole new experiences for me up here. So they were both fun. Um, I didn't mind the Annabelle's job. It was cool. It was a good time. It was just I was working a lot, so I got rid of that one. Started, and I'm just, I've been five days a week at the Arctic since I started, so I didn't really need the other job anymore. Allowed me to hang out with a lot of people and do some things. It was cool. 
Well, I want to dig into that dis- that decision a little more because when you were working the two jobs, I felt like there was no time for you to hang out. No. We were wasn't. texting you, trying to get, you know, make some time, and it was like, you're working. Yeah. Always. You're either working or... Working or recovering. Right. Working or recovering. So that was like seven days a week, and I'd... Uh, I'd move from like, you know, doing weekend bar closes to being up at 10 a.m., having to be at work at 10 a.m. on Monday. And so it was like this whole thing where it'd be, um, not only are you working a lot of hours, but your schedule flips from nights to mornings like every week. So it was a lot of recovery time. (laughs) You know what I mean? When you're working, you're trying to recover from switching your time schedules around. That was the hardest part about that. I think if it was like, I mean, you can work seven days a week and work a lot of hours if every day you're going at 10, every day you're going at 10. But like switching that around from not going to bed for, till, te- till 5 a.m. to waking up at 9 a.m., that was that was the hard part about that. And yeah, I didn't get to do a lot when, when I had both the jobs. Did you Did you realize that you were missing a bunch of stuff? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys were always doing all this cool stuff. <laughs> no, but after that, I got to do a lot of cool things. We were like kayaking with Ryan, saw the Northern Lights out on the ocean in a kayak past Clover Island there. That was just incredible. It was like, like the bioluminescence in the water. There's like a whale doing stuff out there. I'm with, with my brother and one of my other best friends, Nick, who came up to visit and... You know, you see the northern lights up there, and it was just it was magical, man. Incredible experience. So doing that kind of stuff, I wouldn't have got to do. Right, if you stayed with the yeah. serving job. Yeah. When you were still working there, what was the final straw? Like, what was the thing that finally put you over? Because I know you talked about leaving that job for a long time, and we all gave you shit about it and made fun of you because you, <laughs> you said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm totally leaving, I'm totally leaving. What was, yeah. what was well, the final straw? There wasn't a final straw. Just, I wanted to hang out with Ryan more before he left because I'm I might get to see that little guy for a while, you know. Hanging out with Ryan and Tosh was uh, was a priority for me because they're going to, they're in New Zealand now, and I don't know when they're going to be back. You know, who knows? So it might be over a year until I see them. So it took just you know finally I, you got to the point where you're <laughs> like, okay, well now I have to like it's now or never. Yeah, I think I had. I was done with that with uh, about three weeks left for Ryan and Tosh to be here. So I wanted to have a couple good weeks with them and stuff before they left. And I did. It was awesome. It was really yeah. cool. But before that, you know, that job really helped me save a lot of money this summer, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't spend money if you're just, you know, working all the time. So that was great. Now that I only have the one job, I spend a lot more money, I feel like. <laughs> Uh, for me, when I'm thinking about that situation, obviously the money is more important to you than I guess it is to me. Well, I really, you know, when I got that, when I got the bar job, they told me, Kara was like, yeah, make sure you get another job. You know what I mean? Because she, she told me I was only going to be about three days a week probably at the bar. And it was never like that. It was always, I was always five at least. And then, uh, so I got the other job. And I was like three to four days a week over there at Annabelle's. And so it just got to be a lot. And I didn't know it was going to be that much when I got the second job. And I told him I was going to be there through the season, you know what I mean? So I didn't want to, 
you know, I didn't want to like let him down and stuff. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it was like it wasn't like it was a bad job. It was cool. I just was pretty run thin on my time. Yeah, I won't was, do that again. <laughs> yeah. If you could do it again, would you have left sooner? No, I think I did it right. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't regret um, when I when I decided to just have the one job. Because like I said, it did allow me to save a bunch of money this summer. Right. And it is important to me. You know what I mean? I mean, all of us come up here. We come up here to work. Mm-hmm. Make a bunch of money in the, in the summer. Figure it out in the winter. Whatever, you know? So, no, I don't regret that at all. I think I did... I got out of there just the right time. Got to hang with some people, hang with Ryan. Good time. What do you got planned for this winter? I'm going back to Ohio for about a month and a half. Do some harvesting. Cut some corn. Duck hunting, deer hunting. Ohio State football, Cleveland Browns football. Visit with family and friends. And then I'm moving back here early December. So, see how the winter goes around here. Yeah. See how weird it gets. What What's your plan once you get back? Uh, just bartend and hopefully uh, get a chance to do some music finally, which is something I didn't get to do this summer. So that sucked. I haven't touched a drum kit in six months, seven months, however long I've been here. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. The color's gone out of your skin. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what are you bringing? Shaking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You bringing a kid up and bringing a computer or what? No, I'm not bringing a kid up. I'm going to bring a computer up, though. I thought about driving up from Ohio, but I think I'm going to end up flying and just shipping a bunch of junk up here. So my buddy's working on a computer for me that'll be good for music making. So try to do that, ship up some of my synths and drum machines, stuff like that, and hopefully hunker down with a lot of that this winter. It'd be cool. Yeah. Do you have any trips planned outside of the Ohio one? No. Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I'm going down to Mexico in February sometime. I'm not exactly sure when, but uh, I forget even where we're going, but I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of friends going down there, and it should be awesome. You went to Colombia last year. Yeah, Colombia's great. And now Mexico this year. Yep. Apparently, I don't have to know as much Spanish in Mexico as you do in Colombia. Did you I have to know a lot of Spanish in Colombia? I felt like I had a very tough time communicating with people down there because okay. I don't know hardly any Spanish. Yeah. I learned the word cerveza real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Uno mas. <laughs> Which was important. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just remember going to... We were down there. I was down there with Bob that one day, and Bob's like sick or whatever. So we went into like the pharmacy or whatever to try to get like some nasal spray for him. And you know, you're just (laughs) doing hand gestures to like, you know, and they bring out two of them. And I can't read, we can't read the labels. They're like, which one do you want? Well, I don't care. Just give me one. (laughs) What are you going to do? I don't know what this one does or that one does. Did it work? Yeah, I think it cleared them up pretty well. Good. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> we chose correctly. Charades translate in every yeah. language. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of charades down there. You went to Colombia, and it was t- kind of your first time out of the country. Now that you've already been out the country and you're going to Mexico, 
Are you thinking about it any differently than you did the Columbia trip? Um, I guess I'm not. Pro- I'm probably not quite as nervous about it. Um, I know customs sucks, but I'm not really worried about um, like the culture difference or anything like that too much. I guess. Um, I'm gonna say you know I went down there with you and some other friends to Colombia. And going down to Mexico, I think I'm going to know more people initially going to Mexico than I did when I went with you to Colombia. So, should be fine. Yeah. 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 Going down with Libby. You know. Shout out to Libby. Yeah, shout out to Libby. Shout out to my Libby. (laughs) Taking me down to Mexico. (laughs) So, about this summer, do you think you learned any profound things or changed in any way after this season no no just same old (laughs) same old ohio shit just in alaska now huh yeah i guess um i don't know haven't uh had a bunch of time to reflect on it yet i guess right i'll probably get a chance to do that back in ohio but uh i'm bad at that i don't do any like meditation or self-reflection a lot i know you do you like write stuff down all the time and occasionally make goals and (laughs) definitely do that have plans yeah i should probably do more of that well that's up to you (laughs) i feel like you have to if you don't you know you blank and you're 40 yeah and you haven't done anything that you wanted to do Mm. so that's why i do it yeah because i want to blank and be 32 right and still have time to do all the things I want to do. Sure. Um, yeah, I think those are interesting questions that I should probably ask myself someday. <laughs> yeah. When you're getting ready to come up here, or even before you had made the decision, you know, you had Ryan and I and other people saying, hey, that's maybe you should do it, maybe you should do it. Right. If you could talk to your past self, like present you talking to past you while you're deciding whether to jump in in seasonal life, leave the farm. Is there anything that you would say that we didn't like something, you know, now that you could tell you then and be like, Hey, this is, here's the deal. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it went, I think it went about as I expected it to go. Um, I would say that, when I first came up here, it was it was pretty rough for about the first month I was up here with just trying to, like, um, fit into the town and figure out your job thing, the people you want to hang out with, that kind of stuff. I don't know. It was, it was a rough first month, but, you know, after I got my jobs and everything, uh, stuff started clicking really well here, and this town treated me really well. Um I know at, you know, I'm so far away from Ohio now. I don't know how many miles, how many miles is that from Ohio? Like 3,000 maybe? Yeah, it's quite a bit. But, uh, so I know like just the people I work with at the bar, I mean, those people are like my family up here, you know what I mean? And um, fitting in well with that, it's been cool. Um, But you do need like, you need that those good group of people or whatever that you trust and love because you're not around the people 
I'm not around the people I was back home that I had those connections with. You know what I mean? So after you figure that out, it got a lot easier for me. You know, mm-hmm. I felt like uh, I felt like I was home. You know what I mean? Instead of just like somewhere where I don't know anybody, don't know what's going on. So I think just making people connections was the the biggest thing I needed to do. And that I'd tell myself, I'd tell past me that um, that you gotta stick it out for a for a minute until things start going, you know, until you start figuring stuff out. But is it worth it? Oh, absolutely. It's been great, man. Yeah. It's been a great summer. Yeah, I've had... I love this town. I can't wait to come back, you know, in December already. <laughs> yeah. Prove it. Tell me Tell me what's great about it. Tell me, show to me, prove to me that you had a great summer and that this place is awesome. Oh, well, I mean, I just got to do so many things with uh, you guys. You know, we camped out on Benton Island. I think you... Uh, bailed out on that trip yeah probably yeah for joey stuff i was i was at home taking notes (laughs) reflecting (laughs) reflecting on all the cool things you did and want to do oh man now uh doing all kinds of stuff like that um meeting so many people that i think are really close friends of mine now that i hang out with all the time just getting to see Ryan this summer was just worth it. Worth being around Ryan for more than two weeks at a time. I haven't done that in years, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, so Ryan used to come home for, you know, a month or so, but he's lately it's been like two weeks, you know. I'd see him like two weeks a year. And I'm not really going to miss him, man. I'm going to have to go to New Zealand next next winter and see him or something <laughs> for sure. I think that's the next big trip I'll take is go to New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. If you would have stayed instead of coming up here, would have stayed in Ohio. Yeah, that would have been a big mistake, I think. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was like, I knew I wouldn't be able to farm anymore back there, and I was looking for different jobs and stuff, and I had a couple interviews. And I can't imagine if I would have gotten one of those jobs and be doing that right now instead of what I'm doing up here. I just feel like this place is an adventure. This place is, I mean, I've never lived by the ocean. You know, this is it's pretty incredible, you know. Go out in boats all the time and just the views here, just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine driving to, Cant, to Canton, Ohio every day, a half hour for work and back, you know, every day. That would suck. Working in an office, doing some sort of financial dumb stuff like i can't imagine doing that right now like when i go to work like it was like that on the farm you know you don't feel like you're like going to work it's just like part of like your lifestyle you know farming's a lifestyle pretty much and you just farm every day it's great i feel like i don't have a job where i'm like tied down to it you know there's not as much, there's no like corporate pressure or nothing like that, you know, not trying to like meet sales goals or whatever. I just go to work and have fun and, you know, talk to people. It's cool. It's great. I can't imagine being back in Ohio. I think I needed to come up here and and figure out 
you know, who I want to be outside of like a daily grind. You know what I mean? And I don't feel like it's a daily grind up here, especially that I'm down to one job. Yeah. <laughs> With the two jobs, it was like that for a little while. But, you know, now it's not like that anymore. It's been really great. So it sounds like your quality of life is higher here than it would have been. I would say that, yeah. And I, of course, I miss my friends back in Ohio a lot. I mean, I miss, I miss that cabin I was living in. That was pretty awesome, man. I miss, uh, miss going out there every Sunday with Mike and doing the things I do in Ohio. But I think I needed, uh, I think I needed a change in life and I found a good one up here. What about your, like opportunities in the future. Do you think you have more after doing a summer here or than you did back there? I think, I mean, I, I think I have the same opportunities I had before. Um, I don't know. I just imagine being exposed to like boat captains and charter fishermen sure. and all these different jobs that, you know, you have to put a little time into getting certified or going to classes and all that. But now there's something like they're at your fingertips. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I've met a ton of those guys here. A lot of charter fishermen, a lot of commercial fishermen come in. Guys do all kinds of weird stuff up here that I had no idea people did, you know, on the water and with the tourism industry. And there's some cool stuff out there to consider, you know? I mean, it's, there's some there's some wild people up here, man. You know, yeah. you get float plane pilots come in, you get all kinds of stuff like that. And uh, you would know, you want to work do on any the of that? ferry system, stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Get to travel around all Southeast Alaska doing that kind of stuff. Uh, there's a ton of cool jobs. And no, I wouldn't say I would. Yeah, I'd I'd consider that stuff or whatever. Maybe someday, who knows? You know, I don't know. So yeah, there's a lot of opportunities with stuff like that. I mean, I'm going to come back here for the winter, so I'll see how that goes. I know you guys always go somewhere else for the winter, do your seasonal thing. You've never spent a winter here, I don't think. No. So, I The mean, sun doesn't rise. Right. What, yeah. What am I going to do here? Midnight sun. Be sad? Yeah. Well, uh, so I'm going to see how that goes. And, you know, if I like the winter here, I'll just stay here, whatever. If I don't, I know a lot of people don't, you know. Maybe I'll do more of a seasonal life where I'll go somewhere else and work for the winters. I don't know. Maybe New Zealand. Maybe New Zealand. Never know. Just be a manny for Baby D. A manny? What's a manny? It's like a nanny, but a, a guy. Oh, a manny. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd, that'd be my job over there. I'll just be the yeah. manny. Let me ask you this, because it was interesting hearing you talk about the transition period of when you first got here. For... A lot of people, that's sort of a big part of the fun is trying to figure out where you fit in a community and like which job you're going to get, you know, or if you can get the job you really want, like the the challenge of it is fun and a new place and new faces and all that. Do you think for you that'll ever be the fun part? No, no, that was the worst part. That part sucked. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I had I don't know. I had a lot going on in my life at that time too. And that and not having a job for sure for a while was a lot of stress on me, I think. And, you know, the weather was way worse back when I got here too and I don't know. I did not enjoy that first month. 
very much at all. Yeah. Is it because I was sleeping on your couch? No, actually, that was one of the best parts about it. It's like... <laughs> You were like, hey, I'm coming up early. I'm crashing on your couch for a couple of weeks. It was awesome. Like, that was really great. Good. Yeah, that's how I thought of it, too. Yeah. That's when I started to turn the corner, you know, and then Jesse moved in. Jesse got up here and moved in, and it got a lot better. Got comfortable with the bar job. Perfect. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you about how I got um, the job at Annabelle's. But so that bar job at the Arctic, I'd go in there every day for like a month before they gave me that job. And then so Kara's like, all right, you know, we'll have you on a couple days a week. Go get another job. So I immediately called Shep and I was like, yo, try to give me a job here over there at Annabelle's too, you know. So Shep's like, yeah, come down at five. Mike will be here. I go in, talk to Mike for like five minutes, and he's like, all right, yep, you're on. You're hired. (laughs) (laughs) What? He's like, wait, do you have a resume at least? And he like looks at it for like 20 seconds, and he's like, yep, you're good. So at the bar, you're coming in every day, waiting to talk to Kara or Paula. Right, Sitting there, oh, no, I'm good, you know. Yeah, BSing with Willie or whatever who's ever there. And then you walk into Annabelle's and they're handing you a... uh, Yeah, here's your apron. Yeah. (laughs) Couldn't believe it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's how it is around here. I thought it was pretty funny, though. How hard it is to get one job and how easy it is to get the other one. And And then I had, like... I had like three different people offer me jobs then after that too around here. And it was like, there's a lot of opportunity once tourists start coming in this town. Yeah. Once like, the, you can do a lot of stuff. Yeah. A wide range of jobs. And yeah, there's a lot of them open, especially after the, the, the owners or the employers find out that some of the employees they hired are shitty. Yeah. And they, those people or just never showed out. up. Right, or never showed up. Yeah. And then there's jobs open that need to be filled immediately. And right. so Yeah, they need a guy you doing can this. Pick up the pieces. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of opportunity. Yeah. If somebody wanted to come up here and you know, they were like they were worried about finding something to do, some work to do, I would tell them not worry about that. You're gonna be able to find a job. So what is there a big thing that you're working towards? in your life like something you need to do or want to do or what's the thing that's always in the back of your mind eating at you that you need to do uh make another album i want to make another electronic music album real bad when are you gonna get that's gonna take a while i mean i'm gonna really work on that this winter hopefully but it always takes you a while to get back in the groove of doing that Mm -hmm. you know you can like start like i haven't made music now in a while and i know every time like i get like a new studio set up at like a different place i'm living or whatever it takes you a while to figure out your workflow again, figure out what's going on with it. And you just make a bunch of junk for a while. It just sucks. <laughs> and after you get get your chops back up, you know, get into the groove of making music like on a you know, daily basis or whatever, you start to come up with some good stuff. But it takes a while, you know. So hopefully I can get in that the swing of that this winter and it always just takes me forever to figure out a bunch of stuff that I actually like. So hopefully in the next year, I'll be able to come up with something. Something. Something, yeah. What? what a are, collection of tunes or whatever, you know. What are some of your big influences? 
For what? In music. Oh. Um, I really... There's a lot of bands I really like, but I really like uh, The Knife. You ever listen to The Knife? No. Yeah. Um, you know the show Vikings? Okay. All right. So um, the girl in The Knife, she does the theme song for Vikings. It's like that kind of like creepy, like electronic stuff. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, it's funny, guys, talking with uh, Jacob Jones, who does a lot of DJing around here and stuff like that. So I need to get with him. We want to like bounce some music off each other. But it's cool. You meet somebody like that that's really into music, and you start talking about the bands you're into and the songs and come up with some cool stuff, you know, find new music. Yeah, Jacob has tons of new music. Yeah, he was like, yeah, scroll through my music collection here. And so I'm scrolling for a while. I was like, dude, this is just, what am I supposed to gain from this? This is just the A's, man. <laughs> yeah. It's unreal. His music collection's insane. But uh, I don't know. I like uh, Flume and... Some of the poppier stuff, Purity Ring and Grimes. Grimes are really good. You listen to Grimes? No. Yeah, Grimes is cool. I've been listening to Massive Attack ever since you talked oh, to. Oh, Massive Attack's so good. Well, thanks for coming on, Justin. I'm glad you had a good summer. It was great to have you up here, and I look forward to seeing you next summer, too. Thanks, buddy. It's been great. Yeah! That's it. That's the episode. The seasonals are Kelly Mogg, Ryan Deininger, me, Joey Ravinsky. The theme song by Ryan Deininger, Joe Williams, Louis Leva, Chappie, Thomas Hamilton. Follow us on Instagram at the seasonals underscore. Like us on Facebook. Listen to our next episode. That's it. We're out. Yeah.